This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Hey, welcome to Liquid Lunch. It's me, Hugh, and uh, we've got a great show lined up today. A beautiful day here in Toronto, and uh, we got uh, Marcel Wolf uh, back uh, here on the show from Frequency Matters. And Marcel, you were just telling me that uh, you've, you, your focus really now with the Frequency Matters is all on light and what light can do for us, right? Right. So um, there is a light way to live and a wrong way. So... I always you know, get those matter, letters mixed up. Exactly. Matters, I get those matters mixed up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so um, we're looking at everything not only from a frequency aspect in terms of holistic health, um, but actually specifically more light. And why is because at our microscopic level, we are literally light beings. Yeah. So we're not chemistry, you know, and Einstein tried to tell us frequency trumps chemistry and frequency is everything. So maybe we should focus on frequency and now specifically biophotonic energy. Right. And so we've had you know great people, including um, Dr. Albert Fritz Pop and Martha Fenio and all kinds of people, uh, including Riesberg Fenson, who won the Nobel Prize. I think it was 1903 or 1906 that started us on this light journey. Uh, there's a little book called The Bible that says, uh, you know, come into the light, be part of the light. God is light. So it's sort of been in front of our faces the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're now just realizing, you know, what and why this focus needs to be on light. So at our microscopic essence, if you look at the DNA, which is the twisted ladder, the perfect antenna for picking up frequency, mm-hmm. if we actually cut one of those <clears throat> cables, like a fiber optic cable, it reveals 4 billion epigenetic light switches. Mm. It's the most telling single photograph or image that I've ever seen Um, and it's the most sacred of sacred geometry Mm -hmm. in the middle of this actual image you see an image of a skull which is interesting really to say the least yeah that's weird so I um, you know recommend that you know we tell children by the way you're not just a Ferrari you are a Tesla okay Tesla understood the whole thing about electromagnetic energy light is electromagnetic by the way but it also carries not just energy, but specific information. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've talked about PEMF in past shows, mm-hmm. pulsating electromagnetic energy field technologies. Well, um, the best of that actually increases microcirculation by 30% measurably. So I wasn't surprised to hear that when it came back that this particular type of light increased microcirculation by 47%. Now we have a lens that actually has taken us and will take us to who knows what galaxy in terms of understanding of light. We have something called Tesla toroidal, C60, Fibonacci, uh, the golden ratio. Um, you know, actually it's referred to in nature as the highest organizing waveform known to nature. It's known as perfection. So we can all use a little bit of that right now. So in the pursuit of looking at light, we're also, we've been concerned for decades, you know, um, about having the healthiest I- environmental light. 
-hmm. And I have a saying, and that is, is that the best the man can do is to uh, comprehend, copy, and cooperate with nature. Mm -hmm. Anything else is a exercise in futility. Mm -hmm. And so all of the great folks from the past have been pointing us in this direction. You know, Albert Einstein, Tesla, um, Victor Schomburg, who studied nature to the nth degree, right? Uh, and so uh, this is something that we just started to become aware of. In 1960, a Japanese scientist actually figured out that there were trace amounts of this titanium dioxide in every shovel full of dirt on the planet. So up until I met Roger, Mr. Roger Young here, the CEO of Pure Light, I didn't really understand the full extent of this titanium dioxide and, and how it actually works in our environment. So we've heard that the trees are the lungs of the earth. Yeah. We've heard that algae produces the oxygen which helped mm. to create the atmosphere and all that good stuff. But um, up until you know we had this meeting, uh, I didn't understand the full extent of titanium dioxide. Mm. It's actually, the, if not one of, then maybe the primary factor of actually keeping this planet healthy and safe for us. So basically, he'll tell you the story, Russia, Mir, space station first uh, <laughs> problem. You know, you're in a tin can, you can't actually, up in the atmosphere, you can't actually open a window, let some fresh air in. And so you can imagine, you know, warm bodies, moisture, uh, you're gonna end up with bacteria, mold, and situations that actually stopped the project early and they actually allowed the space station to re-enter the Earth's surface, burn up and crash because they couldn't use it. It wasn't fit for an environment for human beings. NASA said, okay, what are we gonna do? Yeah. We gotta find some way of keeping this fit and healthy 24 seven mm -hmm. and over a long period of time or the project just not gonna work. Mm -hmm. So they came up with the idea and he'll get into it more detail. A glue with the titanium dioxide coating the entire interior and um, with that, I'm going to allow Roger now to explain how that all works. And Roger's here all the way from Idaho. <laughs> all the way from Idaho. Right? Yes. He's going to be presenting in Toronto this week and next. So uh, great to meet you, Roger. Hey, it's, it's my pleasure to be here. So where do we begin with uh, well, what you've done? Well, let me go back to the beginning a little bit. You know, Marcel's alluded to, to a little bit of the story is that, you know, titanium dioxide has been around a long, long time, 100 years, actually millions years of years. And as he said, uh, it's... In every shovel full of dirt, there's a small trace amount of titanium dioxide. And there are ores that it's pure titanium dioxide. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's the white. It's the white in the white paint. Mm -hmm. It's the white in the white makeup that you use. Um, it's you know, it's, it's non-toxic. You can eat it. It doesn't do anything. Um, it's even used as fillers in, uh, uh, in vitamin pills, for example. Okay? Well, so it's been used for all sorts of things. It wasn't until, as Marcel mentioned, that in 1960s, some Japanese researcher discovered that when the light from the sun shone on the titanium dioxide powder, it actually did something, did some kind of action. And they, they've since called that, tamed, uh, named that, a photocatalytic action. Okay. All right? So just like solar panels, when light shines on a solar panel, it produces excited electrons. Mm -hmm. And if you put a wire to the solar panel, it draws off those electrons. Well, they thought they'd found the newest thing because titanium dioxide does the same thing, only a little bit more than that, mm -hmm. better than the, that. But the problem was they could never figure out a way to uh, utilize that dust, basically dirt, and do anything with it. 
And so for 30 years, they studied it, not figuring out a way to attach it to any surface to utilize it. What they found was that when the light shone on the titanium dioxide, it produced excited electrons. And depending on which way that electron was spinning, when it encountered a water molecule, which happens almost instantaneously, it turned into two kinds of super oxygen molecules, one called a hydroxyl ion and one called a super oxygen, uh, ox, oxide or super uh, ion. Okay? Now, what's interesting, as they discovered over the next few years, is that the superoxide is the same uh, molecule, super oxygen molecule, that our blood uses, our white blood cells create mm -hmm. to take care of bacteria, viruses, mold and fungus inside our bodies. All right, it's the natural part of our natural defense mechanism in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And one of the neat things about it is it's selective. It only it bothers, only goes after the bad stuff, and actually increases and works well with the good stuff. Okay, uh, and what it does is, you know, there's a chemical attraction and all this kind of stuff. We won't go into all the details. Mm -hmm. I'll keep you here for another half hour. But I can interject. <clears throat> one, this is a telltale sign. It actually is part of our immune system. So it's not something that is not, you know, friendly to the human body and its production. Yeah. Right. And, and there's, you know, just some people talk about cancer being a fungus, for example. So this obviously would be... Uh, this is part of our defense mechanism yeah. against cancer and mm -hmm. against other things. Mm -hmm. The other, that's the superoxide ion. And the other one is a, called a hydroxyl ion. And it has an affinity towards attaching itself towards what we call volatile organic compounds or VOCs. All right. And so what literally, when it does, it, it, uh, it changes those things. When it attaches to it, it changes those things molecular. For example... Uh, carbon monoxide, deadly, deadly gas, yet it's in the smog around this, you know, et cetera. When this extra super oxygen molecule attaches itself to carbon monoxide, guess what it changes to? Carbon dioxide into a harmless gas, okay, which is then utilized by trees to create more oxygen. And so uh, they found that this is actually the process or one of the main components, if not the main component, of cleaning the atmosphere. It's why we're not swimming in toxic fumes. This uh, detoxifies pesticides, for example. This detoxifies nitrous oxide, uh, formaldehyde, chemicals all that we're all surrounded by. You know, uh, uh, you know. And ingesting. Too. And, and ingesting right. as well. So uh, they actually have turned it. Uh, this is the, um, uh, the the cleansing agent of the troposphere or the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so this does more, they found, that actually than the, the plants do. And the plants do a lot. And this is the sun reacting with the titanium dioxide. This is the dioxide. sun reacting, you know, ultraviolet light and the sun reacting with the, the titanium dioxide. Well, for 30 or 40 years, no one could figure out a way to actually utilize this great discovery. Mm -hmm. They studied it, mm -hmm. uh, but they couldn't figure out how to way to use it. And then we entered the Russians. The Russians had their, inner, their space station, and as Marcel alluded to, it became so toxic with mold and fungus, you know, you couldn't open the window and let the fresh air in. Mm -hmm. And so it became so toxic that they couldn't live in there. Mm -hmm. you breathe, to breathe the air was to die, literally. And so they, you know, let it go, burn up in the atmosphere and fall in the ocean. Well, then they came up with the idea of the International Space Station and said, well, how are we going to keep this clean mm -hmm. so we don't want it to happen again in a couple of years to the, the, the Russians did? So NASA was assigned the task to figure out a way to keep it you know, fresh and clean and mold-free and bacteria-free. 
well, spend a billion dollars or two billion dollars of American taxpayer monies, great for them, uh, probably you know, international monies, and they figured out the best way to use was the same way that nature already does it, which was to use titanium dioxide. But now how to use it? So they spent another couple of billion dollars or whatever to figure out a, an adhesive so they could attach the, the uh, titanium dioxide dust powder to a surface mm -hmm. uh, and that would allow it still to do its photocatalytic action. Mm -hmm. And so uh, in the space station, International Space Station, right today, mm -hmm. okay, they have uh, a, a titanium dioxide filter. And so they have uh, plates in there and the light, they have uh, ultraviolet light shining on these plates and they bring the air past and it cleans the air of mold and bacteria and viruses, freshens the air, cleaves the smell. And so it's actually, you know, a, a pretty nice place to, to stay. Uh, I was talking to a, a, one of the astronauts. In fact, he holds the, the, the record for the second longest time in space, so almost over a year. He said, oh, yeah, this, we lived on <laughs> That was our life mm -hmm. uh, up there. Well, the problem with the, the NASA version is that, one, it only lasted a year. Mm -hmm. And before the, the glue literally dissolved because it was an organic-based glue mm -hmm. uh, and or adhesive and... Uh, then they just fly up more filters, and it used ultraviolet light. Mm -hmm. And so ultraviolet light is, uh, it kills everything. I mean, it, mm -hmm. you know, if it doesn't kill you, it'll change your DNA or plants. It kills plants, animals, whatever. Our guys worked for about 10 years on starting from scratch and saying, they have something here, but we can do better. And they came up with a different type of adhesive. Mm -hmm. So our adhesive works up to, uh, up to 10 to 20 years mm -hmm. on a surface. That's great. We also figured out a way that it uses regular light instead of ultra needing ultraviolet light. Okay. So <clears throat> now we have a device, a system that we can put on a, on a surface uh, where the light uh, shines on the surface and it does its photocatalytic action, producing these superoxygen molecules. That's when I became involved with the company. And uh, <clears throat> I said, why don't we put it, instead of having the light shine in, or indoor light shine on the surface, why not put it actually on the, the light itself? Mm -hmm. So I figured out a way to do that. That was my part of my uh, contribution to the company. And uh, so we have that. <clears throat> and so we, you know, we started manufacturing. So we've been testing it for five years and uh, field testing and having all sorts of fun times with it, stuff along this line. So we now have a light that's coated with our titanium dioxide formula that when you plug this in, it now is producing these super oxygen molecules. Just by shining. Just, Just by, by turning, it, turning on. it on, flicking on the light. It's the exact same technology outside, but we can use it inside the house. And it's an LED. It is an LED bulb. So that's the latest uh, well, kind well, of light. It just came from um, Safe Living Technologies. Okay. which is actually in Morristown, close to Glove. Yeah, yeah. And, one uh, of the leading centers for exactly. this so studies. Rob Metzinger and Sharon and, and uh, Brian, um, uh, the SLT group, um, you know, Rob is actually one of the leading instructors for the building biology course, which is taught globally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're concerned about, like, again, we've been on the pursuit of trying to get a healthy lamp, you know, for literally decades. Right, and we were misguided there. We know with the CFL lamp, uh, I think probably David Suzuki's worst mistake, you know, offering us a lamp loaded with mercury yeah. with negative flicker, 
with negative color, you know. Well, they didn't understand. Did be for him defend him? He, yeah. They didn't understand it at that time. Yeah, well, they were trying Tesla, to, yeah. who actually created it, said it was never meant for human environments. Yeah, that's right. true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Lighting warehousing during wartime. That so, was the the, for, the fluorescent any kind of fluorescent. And bulb, I'm sorry right? to say, but the science did exist. Mm -hmm. So those people that actually work and uh, live under fluorescent lighting have a higher rate of skin cancer than those people that actually sunbathe. Wow. So that frequency actually leads to you know, depression and all the rest mm -hmm. of it, the facts are out there. You know, I never liked those uh, those things. We had them in school, and on bright, <laughs> bright yep. days, the teacher would turn off the lights, and, and I prefer that. Teacher. And even now... Well, what, what's well, the movie, that uh, Joe versus the Volcano, uh, where he, he, go, he drives him crazy, he can't stand the lights because oh, yeah. it's those fluorescent lights yeah. again. Yeah. So. You just feel it immediately. You turn <laughs> those lights off, you just feel better. I remember, it wasn't that long ago, David was on every... TV ad and every billboard telling us, you know, you can't have these incandescent, they're inefficient, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, they're costing us a lot of money and electricity. And actually, the average household saved 20 bucks and exposed themselves to the world's most known toxic element. No, I know. Right? And then on top of that, it's the flicker, it's the EMF. Yeah. It's like the worst lamp possible. Well, okay. what's amazing to me is how quickly we leapfrogged. Mm -hmm. over those fluorescents well, into these LEDs. Actually, we knew about LED even before the CFL came out, the, the compact fluorescent. Yeah. Because cities were using them, yeah. right? City streets, uh, motor, automotive industry has been using LEDs. We knew that it's almost like as if it was another paycheck for the lighting manufacturers. Let's come up with these mm -hmm. and actually get behind governments to say it's efficient and let's force it into law mm. that the only lamp you can have is the CFL. You know, and that we'll never be able to use these incandescent again because they're so horribly inefficient. And uh, so now, you know, we've come up with a better answer. Well, this we is even today. better than a regular LED because it's got all these health benefits, well, right? It, it, mm -hmm. Well, the other thing is that we can put our titanium dioxide coating uh, on any type of LED light we want. We can actually put it on uh, fluorescent lights if mm -hmm. we wanted to. And so our search has been, and we continue to work on that, is to find the best LED light we possibly can. Okay. And so we, we thought we had found them, and so we went over today, and we're just testing it up at, uh, at the light, uh, safe, study, living safe Living Technologies, and he said, this is the safest light, LED light, with uh, EMF frequencies and RF frequencies and the whole gamut. He, he went through a whole bunch of tests there that he's ever found. Uh, and so he said, you guys, he says, in fact, some of its characteristics are very, very close to incandescent lights. He said, this is great. Mm -hmm. He said, and I said, well, we're not satisfied yet. We're still looking for it. But we want to make the healthiest light bulb, not only with our coating, but also with everything else that's involved in lighting. But uh, so we're, that's one of the reasons why I'm up here in, in Toronto, this uh, wonderful place. And But um, the neat thing about this coating is that you turn this light on, we have studies that show not only is it, you know, kill the harmful bacteria and uh, deodorizes and cleans the atmosphere. We think it's the best way to describe it is it's really not a light bulb. Mm -hmm. It's actually a miniaturized air purification system right here. Wow. Just yeah. turn the light on and you're, you're purifying the air. It covers about a 10-foot area, one, you know, uh, uses, uses eight and a half watts, okay, yeah. uh, covers a 10-foot square area, uh, and it cleans the air. It freshens the air, smells brighter and cleaner, and we've been testing it. We have people saying, you know, uh, you know, all the way from, well, I had a, a skunk go by, you know, and the room was full of skunk smell. 
It cleans, got rid of the odor from there. Uh, pet odors, gets rid of pet. Tobacco smoke, it literally does changes tobacco smoke into water vapor. I'm a professional painter, and I happen to have lizards, and I lived in California, Southern California. So this is one, one of the folks that actually got the light. Next morning we wake up, no odor from either you know, the, the paint, paint or, or paint no odors, lizards. stuff like that. It gets rid of allergens. Uh, on the bacterial side, it's been tested, you know, against everything. And so 99.9% uh, .9 of everything has been tested against the uh, bacteria from uh, Salmonella, E. coli, MRSA, uh, you go down the list, even anthrax. It neutralizes all of that. Literally, it dissolves them. Yeah, uh, you're working right now with uh, Virginia Island? Uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, we're working with, down with the U.S. Virgin Islands on a mold remediation project uh, under with FEMA. So... Uh, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, we'll start the remediation process. But they're desperate down there for help. So what was the problem that they were having? Well, they had the hurricanes, you know, yeah. Puerto Rico and down there, yeah. the three hurricanes that came by. Well, they've torn out all of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, all of the, the sheet rock, all the carpet, stuff like that, and replaced all that. They still have the, the mold smell. The mold, right. And so their, their, yeah. their next step was to tear down the buildings and rebuild them because, I mean, people were getting sick yeah. still. Uh, they were all wearing masks in schools and the hospitals, et cetera. And mold's always a problem. I mean, mold, even in Toronto here, in any old it's house. It's always a problem. And if you're in a humid environment or a hot tropical. This actually, we're also working with some greenhouse, some professional greenhouses and stuff like that because it takes, again, remember when the electrons hit the water, it changes into the superoxide molecule. So it actually helps control the moisture mm -hmm. in the air. Mm -hmm. So in some of our uh, uh, testing that it uh, not only gets rid of the mold, it gets rid of the musty smell and stuff along this line. And then there's the bacteriological. We have a, a test that uh, demonstrates that you change, put the light bulbs in a, in a building, mm -hmm. it gets rid of E. coli, salmonella, and MRSA. Now, how do you kill MRSA in a hospital? Well, I'm not quite sure what MRSA is, so I can't answer okay. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> MRSA is a disease. It's staph. You've heard of staph in hospitals? Yeah, staph All right. All right. MRSA is the uh, antibacterial resistant, menicillin resistant uh, staph. So this is the, MRSA is the stuff you can't kill in the hospitals. And that's the problem. You can't kill it. We do. So but even you, even I know hospitals in Ontario, maybe this is the same thing, but uh, they're dealing with, uh, what do they call that, the... Uh, Legionnaires? Uh, uh, difficile, C. Difficile. Oh, yeah. Right? We C. Diff. Yeah. Yeah. It's called C. Diff. Yeah. This kills it. Yeah. Just change the light bulbs and this will get rid of that. Wow. Now, we don't treat, we have to yeah. say we don't treat any disease, no. we don't cure any disease, but we can clean the environment around that that produces that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sold already. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, what I would like to do is replace all the light bulbs in my house. Uh, well, most people do. Once they test them and try them, they, they usually end up replacing them in their bathroom, in their kitchen, and it makes it brighter, happier. You know, uh, you know when people on the SAD disease, self, uh, what is the? Um, uh, seasonal affective Seasonal affective disorder, disorder yeah, yeah, it's SAD. Is that, you know, a doctor, they go to the doctor, and the doctor says, oh, you're SAD. And they said, yeah, tell me about it. He said, what you need to do is light therapy, you know, along right. with what Marcel's done. We've known about that light therapy. Yeah. Go sit in front of this light, buy uh -huh. this light for $100, $200, yeah. and sit there for a couple hours, and it will literally make you happy. Uh -huh. Okay? That's part of the frequencies and lights that Marcel's been talking about. So we took the same light frequency and the light colors, and this is a, uh, one of the, uh, in our light bulbs. Okay, and so you replace this in your house, and literally it's like walking into daylight and makes you happier just walking in. So one of our things is it makes you happier, you know, uh, makes it safer, uh, makes it fresher. 
makes healthier. it cleaner. Yeah. Oh, I, the, my, our FDA won't allow us to say healthier. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get in big trouble for that. Um, uh, we got the same problem up here. Um, so, I mean, are these available now? And yes, uh, they are. Yes, they are. Now we have to mark here in, the, in Canada for the next uh, few months. We have to mark it under a different brand name. Uh, we're in the process of getting you know things registered and stuff up here in Canada, and we're happy to say we now have Pure Light now registered as a Canadian company. But we still are in the final process of doing that. So how do we get these? Well, you can go to a, to a website. You okay. Know, yeah. And well, give uh, me a call four one six eight zero three five zero seven zero. And we're actually doing like you said, we're doing the light presentation. To actually tonight. Oh, tonight. Yep, at oh. Cat's Deli. What's, oh, Cat's Deli. Yes. Okay, Cat's Deli, yeah. Four one and Duffer. So, yeah, he, while I was up here, he said, hey, do you mind uh, talking to a few people about that? I said, no. So he's got, I don't think I have 10 minutes of my own time. So I'm up here for four days. We're and, going to the University of Toronto uh, you know, tomorrow University morning. of Toronto, he's got me yeah. running all over, and he's yeah. got me meeting with people, tw- you know, in Manitoc. Yes. Uh, and uh, Close to Ottawa. Oh. We're going to meet an inventor up there. We're doing a presentation while we're up there. So he's pretty much booked until he has to fly home. Um, okay, so and uh, now, okay, so we got your phone number, Marcel, but what's the website where people uh, can? Pure, Pure-light.com. Yeah. Okay, and I think we might be showing that uh, at the same time. Um, like, how much are these things? Well, these, these should be about $200 each. Um, retail, they sell for about $25. And uh, if you buy them through a, a little buyer's club, which uh, costs 10 bucks to join or whatever, you can get them for $12, $13. That's a big difference between 200 and I, I know. We, we try to – our goal is not just necessarily to, to, you know, to sell light bulbs. Our goal is to try to help people. And so we try to price them as, as reasonable as we possibly can. Yeah. And so actually the, the price on the, this quality, quality we, and we warrant them, fully warrant them for five years. No questions asked. No, I mean, uh, I don't see why uh – you know, like everybody should, these this these light bulbs should be legislated, right? Uh, because there's, well, there's, we we there's, we expect to have that soon. You know, uh, they'll legislate <coughs> anything here in Ontario. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, but uh, seriously, um, because one, it's it's uh, super efficient, uh, from very a power efficient consumption yeah. point of view. It's got the health benefits. It's got the uh, the, the happiness benefits. Oh, it's, all that it's stuff, all those right? kind of stuff. But now, my question is, like, for example, well, these lights here, we got LEDs uh, lighting up our set here. Uh, and now they have, do they have, like, we got these, uh, like, for example. For we have the, the four-foot ones, the four-foot uh, tube lights. So you can, to replace your fluorescent, yeah, for example. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's a hybrid yeah. light, so you can, any four-foot tube light, we can pull out and put this in uh, on this line. How it, much are those? Uh, those are about twenty bucks a piece. Amazing, and they last a long time too. They last, right? you know, like longer the, than fluorescents, longer than five years to ten years. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, he's actually showing demonstrations where he's bouncing off the kitchen counter. Yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah you want to oh, s- yeah. watch oh, this one? Oh, 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 that's cool. You can actually uh, yeah I hold this basketball. Thing. <laughs> Kids, don't do this at home. Excellent, uh, great. And it, and if you break it, you're not going to spread mercury all over your house like uh, uh, that's some exactly other right. Bugs, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, amazing. Um, and so it's you, all measurable. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. we, just, what, so, just yeah. so you understand, we started manufacturing. We've been testing it and, and working on the, the names and getting, you know, all the kind of trademarked and, and uh, some patents, you know, applied and stuff along this line. And so it's patent pending. 
uh, right now. And uh, uh, we started manufacturing in November. We can't keep them in stock. We've run out three times. Where's the, where's the plant? We, we actually coat them in Rigby, Idaho. Rigby nice. is famous because it was the place where television was invented really? by Vital T. Farnsworth. Come on, everybody knows, yeah, that, everybody knows that in the world. I know, but the Russians claim they invented it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so anyway, well, there's a Vital T. Is there a Vital T. Farnsworth? No, there's a, there's a museum in town. Oh. It's a town of about 8,000 people, you know, and that's their big claim to fame. Well, that's fame. great. I mean, it's good, too, because, you know, these small towns – you know, sometimes they've got some economic difficulties. It's good to have that kind of manufacturing, that kind of innovation in a small town in America. Oh, yeah. Right? The, the state really appreciates where they're there. Uh, we're setting up some big manufacturing facilities there. Yeah. And so, we're, you know, we're Well, it we're, sounds we're like you've got to really ramp it up, right? Uh, you, that's you, the you, biggest you, problem is that yeah. we're right now we, we're, we're, we're raising funds to ramp up to Can you to license the technology? Yes, we can. That was my bright idea. Uh, hey, genius right? level. <laughs> Just because, really, it's, it just seems like uh, any other kind of light source is just not. Well, you know, right now I'm, I'm talking to the city of Las Vegas. Uh, they want to not only coat some of their street lights with it, because how about a street light that not only gives light, you know, LED light, et cetera, along this line, but also detoxifies. So, yeah. literally, if you put this on a car and it drives down the road, you're cleaning smog out of the air. That's amazing. Okay, that's it's unbelievable. Okay. So, now, Marcel, you brought that groovy little device there. Yeah, uh, we always like things that are measurable. And, you know, just coming from Safe Living Technologies, they actually sold me this little uh, nice little gizmo here that actually measures the flicker in light. So there's different aspects in light in terms of the actual full-color spectrum. Is it too much blue? You know, yeah. um, is it EMF? Uh, is it dirty electricity? Uh, you know, is it uh, uh, also flicker? Yeah, so the so flicker from the fluorescence will literally you know, <laughs> make this thing go crazy. It'll exactly. drive you nuts, right? But well, uh, and what is that flicker? Is it just is that the Hertz? Or yes, what is that's that? exactly it is. Okay. It's you know, it's the Hertz. All right. So that's what your fluorescence sounds like. So I can go to Home Depot with this. Yeah. And the quieter it is, yeah. the better the it better is. It's going to be for you. Right. Right. Yeah. And so when you try your, you know, your yeah. LED. See, those aren't as bad as the fluorescence. Right. Fluorescence, of course. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to have things that are measurable and audible, so you don't actually have to be, a, you know, uh, an engineer to understand. This With the healthy. oscilloscopes. This is not healthy. But this is what we're doing. We want to get to that point where we can actually say, well, here's the actual color spectrum. Here's what the oscilloscope is saying. Here's what all the EMF meters are saying. And so people don't have to take our word for it. It's a fact that this is the healthiest form of light. Now, what I really like about PLT is that uh, if there is a better light out there tomorrow, what's the solution? Yeah, we're working on some lights right now that uh, will actually help produce, during the winter, uh, you know, help produce vitamin D. Mm -hmm. You know, and so uh, we want to find the healthiest lights to be with our coating, mm -hmm. with our titanium dioxide, uh, you know, formulation. So they can take any it. light. Put a three-time coating on it of the titanium dioxide, and if it was healthy, if it is the healthiest light, now we're going to take it to even a step further beyond that. Sounds like you could make a paint or something, and you well, paint everything. Well, it, it actually, uh, the white around here yeah. is has titanium dioxide in it. The oh. problem is that the the paint, the you know the what's used in the paint will stop it from doing its, it's photocatalytic. Oh, it's, it's sealed, sealed. Right. and so it won't do anything. Yeah, yeah. 
So that was what the problem has been, is to figure out an, a, a, uh, an adhesive or matrix so that it would stick it to something, and yet it would still allow it to produce its superoxygen molecules. Wait, I've got another idea. Uh-oh. The light is starting you to shine. <laughs> you could uh, make, maybe make a, 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 like an additive for paint or something and license it to the paint companies. Just well, actually, they have that. You, you can take any surface area yeah. and apply the titanium dioxide. Uh, to the surface after it's already been applied. So I could take this, uh, this coating. In fact, we have a kitchen counter coating yeah. that we can take that, and you put it on your kitchen counter, and it does several things. One, it actually uh, makes it shinier and smoother and uh, glossier. It makes mm -hmm. it look shinier. And uh, it also allows you so you, to clean it, since it's easier to clean, uh, you don't have to use harsh chemicals. Uh, and to scrub it. You know, there's a study out now a few months ago that said uh, cleaning uh, a, an average person in a year, a housewife or whatever, cleaning the kitchen or the bathroom used this, enough chemicals that would be the same as smoking for 20 years. Mm. And so with this coating on your, your kitchen tile, your, your uh, bathroom, you know, tub and stuff along this line, which we have those kind of products coming out, uh, that you don't have to use those chemicals. You can clean it with just regular water. Okay, and at the same time as the light shine uh, shown down on the surface, it's creating these superoxygen molecules that make it fresher, cleaner. The other neat thing about this is this is this is um, spectacular. Um, we we did some uh, personal studies that said that uh, it made light, uh, plants go crazy. And really? So, oh, so we we had a study done, and sure enough, it doubles the growth of plants. So guess what? They're working with marijuana growers. No, we're not. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. They want to work with this, but yeah. uh, uh, right now we're working with some uh, major uh, agriculture product, international groups. They're saying this is a problem. We've got uh, mold problems in greenhouses. We've got water molecule yeah. uh, problems in there. And you're saying that you can take care of the mold. Yes. Can you take care of the uh, moisture? We can sure help on that. And you double the growth of plants. I said, well, 30 to 40, 50 percent. Yeah. They said, where do we sign? So I'm... I get home for a few days, and I'm off to Texas to meet with these, you know, some of these people. No, that's I mean that's amazing because, uh, and I wonder because you know people talk about maybe there are issues around are the food grown in greenhouses are they as healthy because they're not getting the natural sunlight or maybe there's a soil issue, but I'm wondering if this can help improve the, the nutritional value. It of, it appears so. We, yeah. we need to do some more studies on that, but uh, the the initial evidence is wow. And so we're excited about that. So I'm like, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, it's making me happier just thinking about the fact <laughs> that, this is, uh, that there is technology like this that's actually going to make a. Well, a, you know a what's difference. interesting is that it's the technology of nature that's been around for a million plus years, or however you want to, you know, uh, code it, whatever. And all we're doing is is taking it from the outside, inside. You know, city like Toronto. I mean, the, here you have this huge city, and how much dirt do you have? It's mostly glass and cement and stuff along this line, there's, there's right? There's a lot of dirt. Okay. Not the actual exposure to the sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all covered. Yeah. It's all covered. So cities like, big cities like this, you have a bigger problem, but it's the same problem everywhere. Yeah. You know, 50 years ago, we used to spend a lot of time outdoors. I did when I was growing up. Yeah. That tells you how old I am, at least. And... Uh, uh, and the houses, they weren't sealed. They always had the windows open because even though they, even they had windows doors closed, it was airy. You, you couldn't right? seal them as well. You couldn't then. seal them. Now we, uh, we seal them ourselves yeah. in, and we have 
wood flooring. We have carpets with formaldehyde. We have everything. It's the same problem as the space shuttle in a way. Not as severe, but you're exactly right. So, uh, in fact, there are some studies that say that some houses, uh, in fact, a majority of houses, are worse inside than we have pollution on the outside. And so, this is a way we can address that on the inside: fresher, cleaner, happier. Amazing. Safer. All right. So tonight at Katz's Deli uh, on Dufferin yep. near the 4300 Dufferin Street. That's south of the 401, right? Yeah, it's actually um, two lights south of the 401. It's just down the street from Yorkdale Shopping Center. It's also just off the Spadina Yorkdale uh, subway. Okay, amazing. Uh, what time is that tonight? 7, seven, o'clock, seven o'clock sharp. Seven? Yeah, we register at 6.30. And you can okay. get some food there too, right? Yeah. Exactly. It is a deli. And, um, Good. I'm planning, uh, planning <laughs> on getting breakfast there. I, I, yeah. I haven't had a chance to eat yet. So. Yeah. I, I got in last night at 1 a.m. this morning. <laughs> so, yeah. I okay. think they got good scrambled eggs there, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> and, uh, and then where else are you going to be where people might be able to come near Ottawa somewhere? Yeah, we're going to, uh, where is it? Um, Manitoc. Manitoc, yeah. Um, we're doing an in-house uh, presentation, and we're seeing an inventor. Tomorrow we're going to the University of Toronto, you know. So uh, yeah, we got uh, quite a few uh, presentations and things to do. We have here. a lot of people interested in this technology and want to work with us, and we're excited to work with them. It's amazing. Okay. We have so, some smart people up here. Really, wow. some really smart and and, and uh, innovative people. Well, we try, but uh, they're trying to dumb us down. <laughs> the education system, but uh, we shall overcome. Yeah. So thank you guys, uh, Roger. Just wanted to say at the end, though, yeah. um, on the 31st, which is next Thursday, I'm doing a presentation uh, on, I'm calling it The Light Way to Live. And so, of course, it's going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about the pure light as well as medical light and the fact that we are literally light beings. And one of the things that we are looking from food and from water, from our environment, is light to actually recharge our batteries. So. That's uh, May the 31st, again, at Cat's Deli, same time, 7 o'clock. Um, but I uh, want to thank you, Hugh, and also, of course, Roger, for making the trip. Appreciate it. My yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Okay, great. So thank you, guys. So pure-light.com is the website. People can go there, check it out, order some uh, product. Yeah. Or they can call you, Marcel, yeah. 416-803-5070. You got it. Right? So we can buy them right from you? Yeah, anything's possible. Amazing. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care. We're going to take a little break. we got a lot more coming up. we got uh, Eric Hallrecht here uh, talking about uh, thinking outside the pump, right? Electric. More electricity and light (laughs) to get us around. Okay. We'll be right back. That's Channel.com. Hey, Tesla.
This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase.